Welcome to Yald, the podcast. All right, young man, please, please tell us your name. Miguel Guzman. Please tell us how long you've been affiliated with the program. 2011, so 11 years this year. 11 years this year. So yeah. you, you were there from the beginning. This is the 12th year, actually. This is the 12th year because we started 2011, so this will be the 12th year. So you've been there from the beginning. Yeah, I was there. Okay, like in the neighborhood growing up, me and this other guy, AJ, AJ used to play with us, but I don't know if you remember AJ's father, Lewis. He doesn't really go to coach, but we were like the football guys and Chewy. Yeah. We played like semi-pro football. It was always us three going to games and like, you know, we played equipment. So everybody's like, oh, you you know, let's coach a football team. I was like, okay. And nobody will ever get back to you. So I remember Carlos. Carlos, I grew up more with Amaury and Henry, which is Carlos' two older brothers. And then Footer was there. So Carlos was like the young one that was like, whatever, stay over there. We're not talking, whatever. <laughs> so then Carlos was like, yo, Mick, I'm starting a football, thinking about starting a flag football league. Do you want to be involved? I'm like, yeah, call me. Not thinking that it was going to happen like usual. Because you've heard this before. Yeah, I've heard I'm like, oh, okay, fine. He's like, oh, you know about football. And I got, and I spoke to Chewy because Chewy lived like a, Chewy grew up like a block away from Carlos. And I grew up like two blocks. We all grew up on 180, just down the avenues. And I was always like, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, call me. Like two months later, he's like, oh, listen, I want you to, I want to meet up with you. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it started. And I was like, and then it, the first beginning was just like, yo, let's get kids. I said, well, let me get Austin. He's 12 years old. And maybe we could get someone's friends. That's how he got Jerry. So for the people who who don't know, who's Austin? My son. Right. And at so the time, how old he was, was he? He was 12. Did, was that a factor for you uh, wanting to join y'all because you had no, a kid? No. Or you would have I, done I, I, wanted, I wanted to coach anyway because I'm like, okay, if it's Saturdays, I could do it Saturdays. I'm working Monday to Friday. I'm not doing nothing on Saturday. But then once Austin was like, I asked him, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll play. Then it, it became more of an initiative for me to play because I was like, okay, I'll be with my son. And he played baseball all from like, he was still playing baseball, but he played baseball from the age of seven. Like, that's his first love. Yeah. His first one, two, three love is baseball. Like, even to this day. And he went, and then we, he got like seven kids from his school. So he, so he's, he's basically not just one of the first players for y'all, but one of the first recruits. Yeah. He got, he got, he got Jerry. That was from his school. Yeah. He got like, let's say Amadou, Liam. He got a whole bunch of guys that started the league. The first scout. Yeah. There were like seven kids that played. Yeah. And then that started it. And it became fun. It became fun. Broke as hell because we were getting hand-me-down jerseys. <laughs> like like play 60 in the NFL would like donate these jerseys that they used for like three years. Mm-hmm. And that's how Carlos was getting it. Like it was basically like, you know, getting used so, stuff. So I want I want to go back to the beginning then. So what what was your first impression of the program? It was fine. It was kids. It was young kids because they were all like 12, 14. There was a lot of, I mean, we live in a Dominican neighborhood. So there's a lot of kids that are like, yeah, I want to play football. And they're talking about the way they play football too and touching the stream. Like, that's not football. So me trying to teach them football, I like doing that. So it was, it made it fun for me. Like, no, 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 you got to do this. You got to do that. And like I said, it was cool. It was, yeah. it was the beginning. We had one night game a week. And it was good until you got to like November. Then the night game was like thirty degrees, but it was still fun. So, <laughs> what did you what did you prefer, the night games or the day games? At that time, yeah, the night games. Talk to us about the night games because well, the night game was like an event because you only had one game a week. Yeah, and that was one night. No, you had if you played, everybody played on Saturday. Yeah, but two teams played on a Wednesday, and it was like an event. Six o'clock at night, Wednesday night, blah blah blah. You go to work, you come back, you got a game. So it's kind of like it's cool, it's hype. 
So it was like it was like a Monday night football type of feel, Ooh. even though for twelve year olds, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. So it was like we were out there by ourselves, it's their team, our team is at night. So if you won that game, you're like, Oh, we won this game. So if we went Saturday, we won two in a week, we're good. Yeah. You know, for the kids, it was just like, Oh, we're under the lights, blah, blah, blah you know. It's a different experience. So, yeah, it was the fun. reason the reason I asked that is because uh currently there are no night games. So this This year there's gonna be. This year there's gonna be <laughs> one one Wednesday. Because the, the problem was the parks department didn't give us control of the lights. Because I think somebody had messed up. It wasn't Carlos. It was somebody else that they left in, like for the baseball. Mm-hmm. They left the lights on for like three days in a row. So when the parks department came, the light was on. They said no more lights. They, they cut off the lights. Damn. Now I think Carlos got it with us. He's going to have the lights. So every Wednesday is going to be one night game a week, wow. which is good. Yeah. It's hype. You know what I mean? It's a little cold sometimes when you get to like November, October, but you wear a hoodie. You wear. I mean, when I grew up, you just put on hoodies. These kids got Under Armour and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, they, they got a lot of stuff. Yeah, that you could just prevent the cold. So it's like it's different. No, this, that's gonna. So I look forward to that. Yeah, I look forward to that. Fun. So, so there's been a, a a few generations of y'all that have not experienced the right. night games, so right. they don't know about this. Yeah. But now they're gonna. Now they're gonna now, know. Now about I just it. like the day games because the day games. It's funny because my daughter, my daughter's twenty two. My daughter used to go to Yale with me, with her friends because my daughter went to my Austin school too. Mm-hmm. So she would come with a bunch of girls because my daughter's like the captain of the volleyball team. She played rugby. So she would come with like four game, four girls, and they would come see all the guys from Austin School. Austin mm-hmm. went to um Austin, Jerry, all those guys went then they went to Columbia Secondary School. Mm-hmm. So they would come see all the guys that played. A couple of the girls that was, you know, the guys that played were like maybe a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So it would be like seven guys from the same school playing on different teams. And all the girls would come and watch the guys and talk crap or whatever. So I would be there. The, my daughter would be there from like, she was like 15 years old. She would be at all the games. And the other day she told me something that was interesting. She's like, I was talking about a kid that, you know, I talked to him, this and that. And she's like, yo, you love that, don't you? She's like, I'm like, what? She goes, you make a difference in these kids' lives. Like, you don't notice it. You, like, you didn't your, have grandpa because I didn't have a, my, my father. This is your daughter saying my daughter this? Said, yeah, because me and my daughter talk like adults. And this is recently. Yeah. My, me and my daughter, out of all my kids, first of all, out of all my kids, she's the one I don't got to worry about. She's fiercely independent. <laughs> like, like my son got a job and he'll get paid on Friday. He's 24. Yeah. And on Wednesday, he'll be like, yo, sell me 40 bucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my daughter doesn't ask me for $5. The world has to be ending for my daughter to ask me for $5. Yeah. Like, she works, has her own car in Buffalo. Yeah. Goes to college. If she says, daddy, send me $5, I'm like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. something's ending. Like, she don't. And she's always been like that. She's fiercely. She won't ask for money. She's like, I'll take it. I'll take care of it. Okay. But we, me and her talk, like, about life. Yeah. And she was like, and I was like, yeah, I like it. She was she goes, you didn't have a pe- grandpa. I was like, no, my father, whatever, left when I was like one year old and literally lived nine blocks from me, but we never like, hmm. we saw each other like once a year. And this is your dad? My dad. Wow. So it's like, I always said I was going to be there. That's why I guess I'm always with my kids because I was like, I was never had that. Yeah. But so I, you, I love- you had to, you had to break the cycle. Yeah, of course. And then I was told, I was like, yo, Lito told me the same thing. She's like, what? She goes, I'll have, I'll have an early game, but I stay there to watch all the other games. And like the, the kid, she, Lito told me one time, he's like, yo, you look like Santa Claus. I'm like, why? Because I'm fat. And he's like, nah, because all the kids sit around you and talk to you even though that game is over. I said, yeah, because we're talking about life. That's true. I, I have seen you on the chair. Yeah. And there's other kids. It does yeah. look like Santa Claus. I know. Because the kids are, can I have this right, for right, Christmas? Right. <laughs> but we just talk about life. We're talking about the game. I'm talking about, for example, this year. Yeah. I had a kid. Had this, a kid wait, wait. This year? You, you're talking about like the training The year that just passed. No, the year that just passed. Okay. I had a kid that nobody wanted. He was an anger issue. He's this, he's that. And he got kicked out of a couple of teams. I knew how to talk to him. We we messed up. His father passed away. Mm-hmm. So he had very emotional issues. Very insecure because he works out like a beast. And he's actually like, physically, he looks like he should be like immense fitness at like 18 years old. He got into new pulse. 
you know, not too far, an hour and a half, two hours away. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, oh, I got to go. You know, when you go to college, you got to go for that one night orientation, like to sleep yeah. over. He's like, oh, my mom's working, so I'm not going to go to orientation. I was like, nah, I'll go. He's like, you sure? He's like, yeah, your mom could pick you up. She goes, yeah. So I drove to New Post. And I didn't think nothing. It was a big deal. I love driving, so it's not a big deal to me. So I drove two hours. He's there. Oh, coach, thank you. And I left. So I told my daughter that. I said, I said, and my daughter's like, you don't see it. And I was like, what do you mean, Sanjay? I don't see what. She goes, people don't normally do that for kids or for other kids. You like that. I'm like, I like that because I feel he needs a shot. He's a good kid. And she was like, yeah. I said, if he was a jerk, like an ass all the time, I'd be like, mm, maybe I'll try to talk to you, but I'm not going to go. But, but she was like, yeah, but all the kids with you are good kids because you talk to them. Even, but it's like, even my daughter, like after the Yao games, mm-hmm. everybody used to go to my house. So the living room was full of all the kids, Jerry, Austin, Lee, all the guys from there. And then the bedroom was all the girls. Mm-hmm. The girls used to go to the games. And the girls would be like, all the girls to this day be like, hey, Papa, hey, Papa. And my daughter's like, yo, I hate that my girl. She told me to this day, I hate that my friends are more your friends than mine. <laughs> and I said, Rosie, because I talk to them straight up. I don't talk she's, to a, them. she's a hater. She's yeah, being yeah. a hater. But I talk to them straight up. I don't talk to them like a parent. Yeah. Like, first thing is to tell these girls, they were like 16 years old, 15 years old. And I remember this to the day. I said, yo, so what's up, girl? I said, listen, I love you. It's just three words. She's like, what do you mean? I said, never fall for that. Guys will tell you I love you to get in your head. And you're like, oh, I love No, he has to show it. Don't do nothing stupid. You guys are young. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was a little, I was a little bit maybe out of out of line because I was like, keep your legs crossed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't need teenage pregnancy. Yeah. And this and that. And to this day, like I'll see her friend, I'll see her friends, and they're like, oh, when you told me that, it made me think. I was like, yeah, because good. When guys, guys, guys are jerks. They'll say anything. Guys are 17, 18 to get in to get you to bed will say yeah, anything. They'll, they'll say I anything. was there. I know. They'll say anything. We'll say anything. So don't yeah. believe I love you because you know. Yeah. And and then my daughter's like, yo, but they like they like you better. I'm like, because I don't talk to them as a parent. I'm like, I'm cool with the kids like that. So so I, I want to go back to this uh, talk, not talk to them as a parent, and how this relates to the kids that you've worked with. I want to talk about the kids okay. and y'all for a second. H- how would you describe those kids over it, the years? It's a melting pot. There's some kids that okay. There's a kid recently. There's a kid that was there when we started. He was yeah. on footers team. Yeah, knucklehead, hard headed kid, cursing on the field. Ooh, and and talented. Talented, top two, three player in the league, but he was a problem. And it, and I'm explaining to you the situation at the end that broke my heart. Me and him used to get at it sometimes, like yo. Duh, duh. But then after like two years, me he was coming sit around like where I was, and we would talk. And he mm-hmm. was like, "Listen, my dad's not there. I got five siblings. They're all I'm the oldest one." So I related to him, and we talked, and we and we became cool. Like at the end of the games, I would go, and I still do this to this day. I will go to the patelito, the guy that sells patelitos and juice. I'm like, yo, come on. I Shout out to the patelito yes. guy. I was like, I got you here. I'm going to give you this. And, that. and we talked. And he was he graduated high school. He was going to college. He was great. And then there's other kids that come that are like already cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you talk to them. And there's other kids that come that you got to maybe break them out of a shell. You know? Other kids you might have to put in a shell because they're a little bit too like loud. But... It's just jokes. I mean, I, I, every year I put a group chat on my text. Like, I yeah. put the team group chat. My favorite team was my last year team because we just, everybody's just like, none of my team were, polit- none of my team, nobody on my team was politically correct. Oh. None of them. They were all like jokes and putting pictures of like the kid working out. They put pictures of him. They go, yo, you, you look very suspicious here. <laughs> He's like working out without a shirt. And they were like, shut up. It was just jokes. Okay. And, and it was good. And it, you know what's good too? When you get like a 13-year-old, like last year I had two 13-year-olds. Very quiet, and by the end of the year, they're in the in the like in the group with the quarter. They're like making jokes with the group because it's intimidating. If you're 13 and you got three 17 year olds, 
you're like, stay quiet because mm-hmm. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to, really, I don't want to upset them. I don't want them to make jokes about me. Yeah, of course. But at the end of the year, my two 13 year olds were making jokes on the 17 year olds. Oh, boy. And it was like, and they were accepted. And I was like, that's what I like. I like. So, so you seem to like building the com- the camaraderie around the yeah, team. Yeah, because listen, family. you don't know. And I've told this to my kids and I tell this to the kids now because we talk uh, to the older kids. I told them about college. I've taken like three or four kids on college trips because they couldn't. My mom doesn't have a car, but I want to go see University of Albany. Let's go. I filled out like faster the financial aid forms because I know when I did it, bro, I was educated. I, I, I went to college here. I graduated college and the faster form still kicked my ass when I did it for Austin the first time. It took me three hours. After, after you do it, you know what you're doing. So I, I'll tell the kids, yo, come to my house. We do the financial aid. Tell your parents. They come to my house. I need their tax information. Nothing illegal. I'll talk to them. Because, you know, like, Hispanics, everything, they think that, you know, you know, <laughs> which means it's a scam. You know what I'm saying? That's the way they think. Like, the other day, I had an argument with my mother. I said, oh, no, I got to go to court. For what? I said, mom, stop. You, because you came here, and yes, you were illegal. Now my mother's a citizen. Mm-hmm. You think that when the police and they say court, you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. No, I got to go fill out some papers <laughs> and put it in the court. You say court, it's like Spanish people, they think that you're, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? I said, you got to stop that. They're, they're, if you're not doing nothing wrong, they're here to help you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. And it, it was like, my, I mean, my mother's such a big influence on me, but, and, and with my kids, but it, it's just, I t- like I said, I, kids will come over, fill out the financial aid forms. And it's to, just because I know I didn't have it. You, you know, I think it's, it's because it's, that's what it is. I didn't have it. I didn't have my father. My mother's immigrant that to this day doesn't speak English. So I had to like kind of figure stuff on my own. When I went to school, yeah. stuff like that. So, and then even to this day, I'm like overly with my kids. Even my older kids. I've, my daughter, my daughter's last year, for, she could do a whole financial aid form. Yeah. I was like, no, Rosie, I got the email. I already sent that out. It's already done. She's you, like, you know, thank you, Papa. What's interesting is we've we've been speaking now for about 14 minutes. Right. We haven't spoken about football yet. No. because I See, there's a thing. We're very competitive as coaches, and football's fun because I love football, and we get to trash talk. Like, I'll trash talk with footer. I'll trash talk with... But I really believe what Yout has become is just, and this, and I say this every year when, when Lito's having the group, you know, at the end of one of the practices, we'll talk. I said, bro, we're family. And I tell my kids all the time, I said, listen, it's not who you know, it's what you know. I tell my son all the time, I said, look at your brother, your uncle. My brother got a DWI. I was a truck driver. Nobody hired my brother. But because I was there 11 years and I was real good with the vice president, my brother got in the company and now he's one of the best employees. But nobody wanted to hire him. With a D- we're going to hire a truck driver with a DWI. He doesn't drink anymore, but and I told, I told Austin, I told the kids, it's who you know. You don't know that kid right there, 10 years from now, you're looking for an investor or mm-hmm. you're looking for a job, and he's the one hiring. So it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, and, and it's all family. Like I said, listen, you guys live in a neighborhood that is a lot better than it was, but it's still bad. Mm-hmm. You start going to Dykeman at night, it's still bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a kid there that's a yo cool kid. We joke around. One of the best kids in the league now. And last year, he didn't come because his brother was his brother's in the gang, and his brother got shot at. So his brother had to leave town. And he and that's when it gets serious. You know, this kid is going through some stuff. So you don't know if, yo, you walk down a neighborhood and you see a friendly face. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that kid from y'all. You know what I'm saying? That makes you feel better. You might walk through a neighborhood and see the kid. You might have somebody talking trash to you and his friends. No, no, no. That's my boy from football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that might not seem real to a lot of people, but it is when you grow up in our neighborhood. It is. Because I used to go, I remember I used to go, and I tell this to my son and he laughs. I said, yo, when I used, I used to have a girlfriend- that lived on Dykeman, I would have to go with like one or two of my boys to her neighborhood to go see her. Yeah. Because if you went by yourself, the guys that were there doing illegal stuff, be like, yo, what are you doing here? Get out of here. Blah, blah, blah. 
So you have to go with like a little bit of backup just to go spend 10 minutes with a girl, <laughs> which is crazy. But that's the way it was in the 90s and 80s. That's the way it was. Yeah. I and, and, and Yao is all about family. Like you've seen kids. I've seen kids come to Yao where they don't like each other. And by the end of the year, they're like, yo, what's up? Dabbing them up. Okay. You now listen, listen. Being cool with them. So yeah, it's about football and talking trash and scoring. Uh-huh. But it was all about, yo, talk. That's why I like the fact that I, I told Lito, Lito goes, oh, you like I said, Lito, we sit there and we'll make fun of, like, let's say a kid that's good. We know he could take it. He drops a pass. We're all around. We're like, ooh, nice catch. Talking track. All the kids. Because it just builds like the like like the core. You're cool with them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, well, listen. Listen. I got I got a question. I got a question. You just said something about, you know, some of the kids don't like each other, whatever. I want to go into your mind as a coach. Okay. And you've... You've you've coached against other coaches. Mm-hmm. Some guys are new, newer than others. Some guys have been mm-hmm. around from the beginning. Who's your biggest rival, man? One, two, three, Join us next time as the conversation continues. Foot was the one that was like back in the days we used to go at it, and then me and Foot me and Foot played football together. Yeah, me and Foot knew each other for years. Me and Foto talk trash. Mm-hmm. At the end of the game, we laugh and hug each other, even give each other a kiss on the cheek. You know what I'm saying? Because we love each other. <laughs>